Okay, episode 12, The Romans. A nice, short, lovely one that sparks a change in the series. Dear, what the fuck happens in The Romans? It sparks a change in the series? It does, we'll get to it. Okay, we'll get to that. Uh, so Max is here recording with us for commentary tonight, so... Some of his jokes I may have stolen. Um, but we're back on the side of the cliff, wow. and they're totally saved. Hold on, wait, no, they're not. And they've fallen over at the side of the cliff, and the episode was called Yay. The Slave Traders. Yay. The, yay! The TARDIS is down in some sticks, and then we yay. suddenly cut, and everyone's in togas. And then <laughs> they're just They're just talking, and Ian's eating some grapes, and the doctor's yay. watering some plants, and he doesn't want any of Ian's grapes at all. Um, and the pipes are the answer. And if you're as confused as I am, don't worry. So, so was I. <sighs> Listen, it was a weird cut. Okay. We see Vicky running around now and picking up some plants outside with Barbara. And they're going into the market. And Vicky is upset because they haven't done any cool adventures. And they've also apparently been there for a month. Which is why yep. there was a weird hard cut. It's fine. And a toga. And grapes and water and pipes slash aqueducts. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. We see... Well, you gotta teach the kids about aqueducts. Oh, yeah. We see a man with a knife sneaking up on them, Ew. but then kind of decides against it and slips back into the plants. And they make it to the market, which is full of some people and Joaquin Phoenix. And Joaquin yep. Phoenix needs to sell some slaves. Yep. Well, he needs to get new slaves. Yes. The The other guy, by the way, I, I believe we said he has too much confidence for the too few beard skills that he had. Do you remember his name? Nope. Really? You even made fun of it. Oh, Didius. Yeah. Didius, yeah. You, yeah. I bet you didn't never picked up on what Joaquin Phoenix's actual name was. No, I didn't. Um, I... I called him Didius when it came up. I just didn't know his name at first. So I was like, all right. Uh, Vicky and Barbara would apparently make great slaves by their standards. So they decide to buy some information um, to figure out where they're from and so on. And Vicky and Barbara go up to one of the cloth salesmen and is like, hey, how much is this? Oh, I want it so much. And it's like reflective and non-existent in the time period. And they say that they're from London. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, Londinium. Apparently. Do as the Londiniums do. No, do as the Romans do. That's what she was getting at. Uh huh. You call it Londinium because that's what they called it. Uh huh. Vicky isn't allowed to buy the fabric, and Joaquin Phoenix comes up, buys information from the shopkeeper, and she's like, They're from Londinium, sir. And he's like, okay, well, I don't know where that is. How many people are there? And she's like, there's four. Two men. And one of them's old. And, you know, whatever. But she's also apparently angry that the doctor sells fruit and vegetables so cheaply at the market because he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. I don't see why she would be upset about that, but whatever. And we see the knifeman stalking again. And he's following an old man with a harp. And then he fucking kills him. It's not a heart, it's a loot. It's a liar, actually. <laughs> he so yeah, he's dead at this point. He he was killed with a gladius and he's just left in the bushes or whatever, and the 
the the man with the knife, or sorry, the gladius, goes back into the bushes, I believe, and just kind of fucks off. Yep. And then we see Ian and Barbara and everybody, and they're eating peacock and just talking about how much they enjoy their food and blah, blah, blah. And Ian's like, I want to stay here as long as possible. This is so nice compared to almost dying. And then the doctor's really mad. First, like, no real reason. He's just being cranky and irritated, and everyone's like, he's just like that, Vicky. It's fine. But apparently the doctor is going to Rome. Vicky wants to come with him. And then he turned down Ian because Ian says that he turned down his plans by saying that he wanted to stay here forever by somehow saying that what he said in an earlier conversation that had nothing to do with this current conversation is relevant. Because the doctor's an asshole. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, Barbara is sad about Ian's hair being out of place, so she uh, pulls out a comb and Ian turns into a Roman, which then at that point he walks around, around a very lovely, well-built spring fountain in the middle of the the, the area with a plastic bag, spring with a plastic bag inside to keep all the water in. And with, he's just like making a speech like, a Roman, and Barbara looks like straight at the camera and is like, I can't believe I've done this. I regret everything I've ever done. Like, I... Oh my god. So we cut back to the slave traders, and well, the slaves, and at this point, we find out that his name was Didius, and Barbara apparently could be used to go to Greece, and so could Ian, and Barbara then makes a joke when we cut back to them about them having a fridge and Ian's mm-hmm. like you got me and then they laugh and giggle and then Ian suddenly hears a noise and Didius comes in holding them at sword point and Barbara's also held at sword point from the other end and then they start getting into a fight Ian knocks Didius into the fountain then Barbara picks up a vase Attempts to knock Didius in the head, but instead hits Ian in the head, making him pass out. Oh no. What a whoopsie. What a whoopsie-do. The Doctor and Vicky are walking around the path outside on their way to Rome and find the dead body. So they take his lyre, and the Doctor walks over and talks to a guard that's also looking up and down the road. And he's confused, like, what's happening? And, I'm sorry, one sec. He's confused at what's happening. And he's like, uh, who are you? And that liar is very important. And who, who's, who, who, the words. Who far out thou? Who are you? And he's like, I own this liar. And he's like, oh, you're Maximus? And he's like, what? He's like, Maximus, you know, the very, 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 very skilled liar player. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's me. For no real reason other than, I guess, curiosity. And has a reason. He, you just don't know what it is yet. No, he's just curious. And all roads that are that go to Rome are dangerous. And the guard's like, Maximus needs to arrive safely. So they're like, alright, um, well, I just want to meet Nero, honestly. And Vicky's like, no. No? Like, like no. Like, no. And But they go anyway. And yeah. then <laughs> the Slaters are now selling off 
traitor to a traitor and is taking Barbara to Rome. And Barbara and Ian are trying to get out of their chains at the, this point, and Barbara is upset because of how history played out and how badly they treated their slaves. And Ian kind of wiggles his chain a little bit, and Didius comes up and just, like, slaps him. <laughs> wiggles his little chain. Yes. And Ian is sold to the traitors, and that leaves Barbara with the cart being taken back to Rome. And apparently, the man killed... The man that killed the musician is talking to the guard, but he's upset that he didn't actually kill Maximus. He failed at his mission, so he says, do it or you'll lose more than your tongue, because apparently his tongue was cut out. So he sneaks mm -hmm. upstairs to go stab the doctor and Vicky, and the doctor's just, like, giggling and shit, and then the episode cuts. Oh, as it does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, the Romans. I, I, te I, I have a bit of a personal connection to this one. Because, um, uh, back when I, uh, so, oh god, oh, you and now me you've both. got me doing it. You and me both. Fuck you, now you've got me doing it. Um, so, back when Doctor Who first came back, I saw it and was like, wow, this is cool. Mm -hmm. And then at the time, uh, another channel was airing, like, classic episodes every day at like six o'clock mm -hmm. so i'll watch a few and then i remember telling my dad about it and like he found out that he liked the show as well yeah and uh i remember specifically being on a plane ride i forget where we were going mm -hmm. um but he had his laptop out uh working and uh he happened to have the a copy of this episode that i believe he had it, it, I can't remember if it had been recently released or if he had just somehow gotten a copy of it. Um, and, yeah, we, we watched this one on a plane. Oh. It was a good little pun. Good little, good, little, good little pun. Yeah. Watching a fat man chase around a woman, yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. It's, it's not as bad... No, it's not. ...as the Keys of Marinus one. No, it's but not. But it is still... It's still bad. Anyway, um, episode two, what happens? There was no tidbits other than your personal? Oh, there's some. I'm just okay, saving fair. them a bit for more information in the story. Um, so all roads lead to Rome is the next one. Aha. Mm. So he starts a fight with the doctor and the doctor fights back with, of course, the liar and then mm -hmm. a pot of water. And he's like, oh! It's funny, because he is the liar. <laughs> uh -huh. He's like, oh, you want to fight, do you? And they're he's just having, like, a hell of a time. And they're just, like, going back and forth, like, throwing each other over the bed. Well, no. It's more like the doctor is, like, just jumping around, avoiding everything, going, ha-ha, you didn't see that <laughs> coming. <laughs> and then Vicky comes in and chases the guy out a window with a vase. And That's he's good. like... Why did you do that? It was just getting fun, blah, blah, blah. I'm constantly outwitting everyone, constantly. I'm one of the best fighters ever. Ever, Vicky. Like, have you ever seen me They're fight? They're still finding their ground with him. Mm -hmm. The doctor, of course, instantly realizes the plan to kill uh, Maximus and understand that the, understands that the guard hired the killer 
and hiring a killer is normal in Rome. And it's it, it's one of this thing one of these things where they explain it's okay to get someone killed so long as you're not the one doing it. It's kind of what they try to say. And nope. then they just well, don't... I, um... No, go ahead. No, no. You go. Okay. They're, they just still decide to go to Rome, by the way. And Vicky's like, why? Like, shouldn't we go back? People are trying to kill us. And he's like, no, I'm just... I really want to see Rome. Like, I'm just so curious about it now. And then we see a whole bunch of miniatures of, uh, of Rome. Mm-hmm. And it's so cute. And then <laughs> we see Barbara and another woman being thrown into a cell. And it's so Yay. cute. And <laughs> and it's uh and she's going to be brought new clothes to look nice because at auction she'll probably fetch a pretty high price. A pretty penny. Mhm. The woman Barbara is with is like coughing and dying and just really needs a glass of water because apparently she's been walking for like I think she said 30 something days and they just like never yeah. stopped and so on. And then we cut to a boat rowing its way across the sea, and there's slaves below deck rowing, Ian, of course, included, has been rowing for the past five days. Because time is not a, a, a thing to worry about in this episode. I learned pretty quick. Uh, yeah. The ship sees land, and Ian's like, you know what? I can't swim that well, but I would take it if I could, so the man next to him... Uh, enacts their very powerful plan of pretending to be dead. And then Ian jumps at the guard when the guard comes over to look at the dead man and he misses fucking entirely and they're like, get back to work! So, good job, good job, Ian. You did your best. Barbara is trying to get Coughing Lady to try and eat something so she feels better and there's a man staring in at her and says that he wants to help. His name is... Tavius, but she basically goes, if you're trying to own me as a slave, like, I want no part of it no matter what it is, because she's you know, a very fiery woman, and uh, fuck Joaquin Phoenix, I never really got his real name um, Joaquin Phoenix comes in and goes, Tavius, there's no private sales, you're to be bought at auction, if you want to buy her, go to the, the fucking auction and then grabs Barbara, like, a new pair of clothes to change into. And then learns that the woman with her is going to be given to the circus and eaten by lions. Because, of course, it's Rome. There's a storm now happening on the boat. And if someone breaks time, they will be thrown over the boat. Which is, at first, what I thought was just going to happen. And Ian was just going to swim. But I guess not. And... Then the Roman guard looks up the ladder and a bucket of water is thrown at him. And then everyone has water thrown at them and the boat is rolling over and crashing and having trouble. And then the guard falls over and gets instantly assaulted by everyone. You know, to get his keys and so on. Well, you never know. Yeah. Vicky and the doctor are now in Rome and are told to explore around and are right near the slave... (laughs) <laughs> when in Rome. <laughs> yeah. They're also right near the slave auction, but when Vicky asks about it, the doctor's like, no, don't look at that, and then they walk away, and Barbara's, like, right then brought up on stage, because of course. Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba. Yeah. 
Barbara is now being sold and kicks at any people that are trying to, like, touch her. And he's like, oh, this is a fiery one, isn't she? If you're going to pay for her, like, remember to double your price. She's worth quite a lot, etc., etc. Really lovely conversation. And then what's-his-face, Tavius, shows up from earlier and bids 10000 for Barbara. So <gasps> she's sold to him. And then we find out that Ian has washed up on shore, still in chains. And was apparently struck by a falling timber. So he got hit in the head a total of three times? Two times now this episode? Two times so far, I believe, Mm -hmm. this episode, yeah. They slide Ian's hands just out of the cuffs uh, after hitting the chain on a rock with a rock. So it was like a rock chain rock sandwich. But then somehow because they hit the chain... His hands just slid out of the cuffs. Like, it, it was fine. That's how it works. You hit the chains, and then mm-hmm. your hands can slide out the cuffs. Yeah. Um, That's how that works. <laughs> so, Ian decides to leave and go back to Rome, right? Mm-hmm. And... Delius? Delius? Del... 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 I don't... I, I don't know. Delicious. Close, yeah. Delus. Delicious. Uh, Delus. Goes north. Um... But actually instead just wants to go his own way. Because if you get caught, you know, you you get fucking killed. Uh, Tavius liked that Barbara was kind and considerate, but refuses to give her her freedom for... No, no, no. No freedom. What? Oh. No freedom allowed. Well, yeah, no, of course not. He, he, He bought her at a fair price. No freedom allowed. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Barbara escapes and is recaptured, by the way, it means death. And Maximus has arrived and wants to see Nero. And Tavius goes, all right, let him in here. It's like, actually, no, wait, I will go see him. So they, of course, don't let Barbara meet the doctor again. Tavius apparently settled the trouble that there was beforehand. And then Nero comes out to say hi. And Nero is upset that everyone is talking over him because that's the kind of person he is. And asks the doctor to play for him. Which, of course, the doctor can't do. Of course, yeah. Yes. Instead, so the doctor gives it to Nero and asks him to play instead because, of course, Nero is the better artist. Like, no one can top Nero. Obviously. Obviously. There's a whole bit where where Nero plays uh, three notes and then the doctor... Uh, plays it again over him and basically winds up being able to like just replay it and be like no like that's not good enough like that's I could never be as good as you and so they take the liar to the temple and then he gives the doctor a chicken leg chicken leg and says come back and play again sometime and Vicky's like what about next time they make you play? And the doctor's like, wait, wait, what? They're going to make me play again? Like, no shit. Of course. Oh, and it wasn't like, oh, they're going to make me play again? It was like a realization of like, oh shit, they're going to make me play again. That's right. Yeah. Um, he forgot Ian... the lie that he had woven. <laughs> yeah. Ian is what's his, and what's his face have now gotten to the capital and then instantly get captured. Because of course they do. And then the doctor and Vicky look around and find the original dead centurion. Oh, oh no! And oh, and then such tragedy. 
Ian and his friend are thrown into a cage and will be put to death. The only way out is, of course, to fight in the arena. Or, you know, to not die in the arena. And then we hear a lion off in the background, and of course we do. And it's a totally legitimate videotape of a lion. Multiple lions. Yep. And then that's the episode. Yeah. So, you know that fight that the Doctor has? Mm-hmm. Where then he talks to Vicky and he's like, Did you not know I was known as as, as the, uh, the, the... The best uh, fighter crap. ever. Not just the best fighter, dear. Yeah, the wittiest... But the mountain the... mauler of Montana. Yeah. He, he, he once taught... Uh, him... Him saying that he t- once taught the mountain mauler in Montana because he was so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was just an ad lib by William Hartnell. <laughs> really? Yeah, he just fucking ad libbed that. <laughs> oh. I guess that's why Vicky just started giggling. Yeah. Yeah, that makes, that makes sense. What did I first call Vicky when we restarted the episode? I Jenny. Think you, called her, <laughs> you, called her, you called her the name of the annoying girl from uh, the... In, in, Dalek invasion of Earth. Yeah. The one who I was like, originally they wanted to replace Susan with Jenny. Mm-hmm. Listen. Um, so, so you'll notice that this episode is a little bit more comedic. Yes. Than, uh, Very. Than standard. So, this is because, uh, the producer of it, um, the producers were a little bit, well, okay. Wasn't the producer. So, the writer, Dennis Spooner, was a little bit hesitant around purely historical ones. He was mm-hmm. like, they're a little bit of a liability. They're kind of boring and dull. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Verity Lambert, the producer, was like, well, why don't you make it, like, why don't we play it more comedic then? Like, yeah. write it as a comedy instead. Uh, and that way we can have a bit more fun with it. Because they sort of were realizing that, like, the show worked better when it had more of a light-hearted tone to it. Yeah, it, it does. Um, uh, so, it's sort of, this is the start of it. Um, initially, it was meant to be part of, like, a three three historical tales that they were initially going to do. One about the Romans, one about the Spanish Armada, and then one about the American Civil War. They didn't do the oh, other two. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no. We, we just, thankfully, only got these two. Yeah. Um, Noted. Well, this one. Um, yeah. But, uh, I... Yeah, you'll notice this is a lot more comedic. It, this is... They sort of overcorrect a little bit much, like it's overly comedic in some areas, but you can yeah. just tell, like... Especially the Doctor is so much better when he's in an, a more light-hearted setting than the whole... <laughs> Daleks. Dull and killing. dreary... Oh, there's a lot of Daleks in Killing, don't worry. But, like, it's a little bit more light-hearted in tone mm-hmm. than, like, always the boring dullness. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't so particularly like things, things like, like initially, uh, initially, uh, Joaquin Phoenix was meant to knock Ian out, but then they changed it on set to, hey, what if we make it that Barbara knocks him out? That'd be funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can make call back, callbacks to that and, and shit. I mean, I don't, I was um, gonna say, I don't particularly like this doctor because just, I just find him to be an asshole, sort of in general. But like, I can kind is, of see, I can I kind of see. I want to know what you'll think of the sixth doctor. I kind of want to see, like,. I'm enjoying the fact that he's playfully kind of an asshole. Not always. 
Like in the beginning where he's like, hey, this thing you said 10 minutes ago, I'm going to hold you to that. And it's like, what? why? I, I why? genuinely cannot wait to see your reaction to the Sixth Doctor because he is he is the one that is regarded as the bully. Oh. Yeah. Um, do I want to know? Um, it's partially behind the scenes stuff. Um, Ooh. In audio stuff, he's way better and he's paired with a companion that actually works better with him. Um, like he, cause he, he's, he's very, he's a very brash and, um, bold and brash, very bold and brash. Mm. Uh, he, he's, uh, he's the, the doctor that would essentially not lie to your face. He'll just oh. tell you straight up. Like if, if you went up to him and was like, how do you think I look in this dress? He would be the one to just say, yeah, you look fucking awful. See, I don't, it, normally I don't mind bit, that. The the big problem with his his tenure as the Doctor is mm-hmm. that they pair him with companions that are uh, like twenty year old girls who are like oh 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 Doctor you're like why are you so mean to me oh whereas like the first thing they do in the audiobooks is like okay here's a character she's a professor at a university she's like she doesn't even like get asked to join the Doctor in his adventures she's just like yeah I'm fucking coming with you you don't get a choice in this yeah and she does not deal with his bullshit that's exactly the kind of companion he needs no yeah Um, it it was but yeah don't worry we'll get to it I like especially with Perry I love Perry um Mm -hmm. but yeah back to the Romans because I kind of got off on a bit of a tangent back to the Romans uh, there's a conspiracy <gasps> That's the episode, episode three. What a what a good title. little thing you've done there. Oh, well, good little thing. Wow, it's almost like we're getting better at this. Uh, Nero and his crew are walking around, and then I believe he, I looked away for like a split second. He knocks the liar over his partner's head, who is like taking his notes and stuff. For some reason, I didn't really get all of it. And apparently Tavius got rid of the body to keep Maximus's plans going as they were, because apparently Maximus had plans previously. Mm-hmm. And Vicky's like, you go deal with that. I'm just going to go fuck around. And he's like, wait, what do you mean? He's like, you said to go look around, so that's what I'm going to do. And he's like, all right, bye. Uh, but there's a computer conspiracy. That's and a computer. <laughs> a computer conspiracy. And Nero wants to give to give Maxim- let Maximus play to be the center of attention on stage during a banquet that he wants to throw in his honor. He's saying to his wife, because he's trying to figure out how to get Maximus to play. Yeah. And then Barbara is offered up to Nero's wife, apparently as an attendant, and she's told, I'm the queen. And I will stay the queen. And Barbara's like, yeah, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Empress. Uh, whatever. And she's told to clean up the Empress's things and clean up the room. And Barbara takes a plate of food and wine and, like, goes to put it away. And then Nero pops his head out around the wall and goes, yoo And pretends to chase after her. And then... Mm-hmm. Falls the fuck over in front of Vicky, who's walking into a room of some lady, and then Barbara runs right past the doctor, and Nero's like, did you see which way she went, and forgets to tell him about the banquet, and then keeps following Barbara, and the doctor even goes, ha ha, what a fellow, and yeah, it's... 
Uh, Vicky is apparently talking with the official poisoner to Nero's court, which I didn't actually know was a thing. Mm-hmm. And she's confused as to how no one is really upset about people dying. And she's like, well, this is like my job. Like everyone's down with like people dying in Rome. Like it's a thing. It is as, as normal as uh, ham on Christmas Day. And Barbara thinks that she's lost him at this point. But then Nero comes up behind her to try and... Mm, and Barbara's cleaning Have her. some fun! Mm-hmm. And Barbara's... Have a tickle fight and a pillow fight. Tickle, and, tickle, and, tickle, tickle, tickle. and they're having fun. And Barbara's cleaning the room. And she's like, no, I have to clean the room. I don't want to have a pillow fight. And then he chases her around the room. And the doctor is running around again and asks and tries to come inside the room. And he's like, don't come in here. And he's like, oh, okay, fuck. And then the Empress comes in just as Barbara is pulled on top of Nero and to start the pillow fight. And his wife is like, what? And then Nero goes like, oh, I didn't even see you here. Like, what's happening? Because, of course. And then I would Nero, never cheat on my wife. Yeah. Uh, Nero even then blames Barbara and says that she chased him around all day because, of course, that's what he does. Uh, okay, that, that's done. We're done. Him. We're done. We see Ian in the cells again, and he's eating, and the old coughing lady, uh, old coffee, coughing lady, uh, finally realizes who he is because Ian's a weird name in ancient Rome, and tells Ian that Barbara was probably sold, and how he's never going to see her again. Mm-hmm. And that's the scene. And. <laughs> The doctor's asleep with Nero now in a sauna, and his attendant comes up and just pours water straight onto Nero's crotch for some reason. Don't really know why, other than comedic effect. As you do. And Nero pretty much goes like, I'm gonna fucking kill him, and the doctor's like, no, just banish him. Like, it's not worth your time. And he's like, I, I did my best, didn't you, Sydney? He's like, yeah, I saw I saw you doing your best. Like, I, you tried so hard. You did your best. Like, I, I believe in you. It's okay. And <sighs> Nero finally has a chance to talk with the doctor. And, of course, he forgot about what they were supposed to be talking about. As but, you do. Because mm-hmm. Nero's kind of pretty much portrayed as a huge bumbling idiot in all of this. Vicky is hanging out underneath the table of the said poisoner and finds out that Barbara is to poison Nero because the queen is mad. Which I don't really understand why Barbara was the one to be poisoning her husband. Like, I get that no. she was going to blame... She, or was she was... Go ahead. The, what happened was Nero's wife, Papaya... Yeah, Papaya. Wanted... Wanted... Uh, wanted Barbara out of the picture because she thought that Barbara was one trying to get cozy up to Nero so, so she, she queen. could become empress. Yeah. So she was like, I'll get rid of her by poisoning her. Oh, so, I thought she was so supposed Barbara to poison So Barbara was the one okay. who was going to be poisoned. Uh, okay. That makes sense. I thought she was trying to get Barbara to poison Nero, poison Nero to get rid of her and I'm like, that doesn't make much sense but okay. Um, anyway... Vicky basically finds out and then is just kind of staring at the cups and then we see Barbara setting some tables and 
Then Poison Lady comes up and whispers to one guy, and then another guy looks at Barbara, and they're all just kind of, like, setting up for the banquet. And then Vicky catches up with the doctor and talks about many things. Uh, uh, basically everything that's happened. Nero, of course, comes up and... Uh, gives Barbara a huge gold bracelet. Because that's just something you do. And then Barbara decides to drink to his health. And then Barbara just fucking chugs uh, the cup of wine. And... Chug, 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 Like, chug, just chug. to just get the fuck out of here because... Holy shit. And then the dick Vicky instantly tells the doctor about the poison, uh, about how she switched the cups to save Barbara. Even though she doesn't know it's Barbara, she knows that it's some slave. And she's like, that was, they don't need to poison some slave. And then the doctor runs in and he's like, no, don't drink that, it's poison. And Nero then gives his poison to the apprentice who just straight takes it and then looks directly at the camera going, he was right. Huh. You, didn't think right. that you were saying something about it being more comedic, and holy shit. I the mean, it was pretty comedic. Yeah, it is. The queen is upset that the poisoner fucked up everything and gets her taken away and sent to the circus and or lions, so on and so forth. And the doctor is apparently going to play the liar anyway for the king, for shits and giggles, and Nero's like, Maximus, it's your time to play. So what the doctor does, because of course he can't mm. actually play the liar, is he goes up to Nero and goes, this is the newest arrangement that I've made, and it is so soft that only the most refined ears can hear it. Only those of prestigious artistry. And he plays so quietly that only the smart people would be able to hear it. It's literally the Emperor's new liar song. I mean, the Doctor literally mentions that after he Yes. I, I, y yes. And but are you saying that the Doctor is a liar about playing oh, the liar? Oh, stop. Get the fuck out of here. You could have just kept it at the Doctor's a liar and it would have been better. Oh my god. There's even a point where Nero even leans over to his wife and he goes... He's alright, but he's not that good. And Vicky's like, it was wonderful. Even she's never heard of such playing. It was so good. But then Nero leaves, and he's very upset because the doctor was applauded more than Nero's ever been. And so, of course, he's going to punish the doctor. Because Nero's a big crybaby and emotionally um, damaged. <laughs> eh, yeah. Nero goes to the gladiatorial school and decides to take Barbara with him because, of course, because he wants to see a fight. And Ian is apparently to fight against his friend, and if they refuse, they'll be killed. But they'll earn their freedom if they win. And Delius, Delicious is happy to fight so that at least one of them has a chance to live. And he says, if I win, Ian, I'll make it at least quick for you. Which, you know, that's a pretty good thing to do, at least. Uh, Maximus is to be in the circus, apparently. And Nero says, uh, set lions on him while he plays in the middle of everything so that he can be torn apart. And then Ian and Delicious are brought into the arena and Barbara's like, Ian! And Ian's like, Barbara! And then they're told to fight. 
And Yin refuses to kill his friend the first time that he gets a chance. And Nero's like, why didn't you kill him? And so the fight keeps going. And in the second round, Ian loses the fight. And is sentenced to have sentenced to have his uh, his head cut off, and then that was the episode. Uh-oh. So Ian's dead. Yeah, Ian's dead. End of the show. Mm-hmm. Finally, every every single companion has died so far, including the Doctor. I I would love to point out some. You know how sometimes like wiki entries have like mundane things put in, but because they're so mundane, they're kind of hilarious. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorites for this one is uh, under the title references. Uh, one of the entries is Ian eats grapes. <laughs> well, I mean, he does. He does do that. I mean, he does. Mm-hmm. I. <laughs> so okay. So as you mentioned in the beginning of the story, um, it. It starts, like, with them being in Rome for a full month already. Mm-hmm. So, this is kind of the first story in which it's like this. Uh, there's such a weird gap in between. Yeah, it's a um, large time skip. I can't remember if there's any other story like this. There probably is, but I can't remember it from here on out. Um, but, there are actually little bit little stories that have been written in between the actual start of this episode and the sort of when they land uh one of them called Byzantium where Mm. they essentially just uh learn about the struggle in Rome for Christendom and everything Mm -hmm. uh wait you're saying that Christians were persecuted what (sighs) yes (laughs) yes Yes. 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 Fucking whatever. Um, Another way, another one is just called Roman's Cutaway. Like, it's literally just a short, short story. All I'm going to say is that my version of history that I was taught in my schooling has very, very large gaps in it. And that was, like, maybe the only thing I ever learned about Rome. And the Renaissance. That white Christians were persecuted. Yes. And they nailed it home so hard. It was infuriating and it just so brainwashy and it was so bad. God. America. Anyway. America. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Byzantium and. Byzantium and Romans Cutaway, mm-hmm. which is literally just a short story about, like, their lives in Rome. Like, like getting they're getting out of the TARDIS, essentially. Like, what yeah. happens? Um, Is there a short summary that I could have of how they got out of the TARDIS? Because it was sideways. I mean, not really. It was kind of just on an angle. No. It looked, it looked, it looked to be at that exact eighteen degree angle where the TARDIS could not take off. Specifically, that eighteen degree angle. He literally says. <laughs> No, I'm pretty sure it can take off from any goddamn angle, dude. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure at 18.5 degrees, it can't. I there are some amazing like myths about this story, though. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the myths is apparently that apparently the story was meant to feature Jesus, but didn't due to ethical disagreements. Uh, What? Uh, That was never the case, uh, because 
Jesus was dead, supposedly, in 64 AD. Um, yeah, it's called if, AD for if a he, reason. If he was alive, he died in roughly, like, 35 AD, thereabouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, I don't know how that came about, but, like, that's a fucking weird... Yeah, that's um, weird. Anyway, last episode, what is it? I'm sorry, I'm very taken aback by the Jesus thing. Um, it's called Inferno. Um, because Inferno's and Delicious decides instead of taking Ian's life to assault Nero and then like gets fucking beaten up and Ian puts a net over a guy and then takes on two minute once while he gets a hit on someone and kills one of the guards. And then they're like, no, there's no way we could win. There's too many guards. And so he's like, I'll come back for you, Barbara. And Nero is very angry that Barbara turned on him. So Nero takes a sword and stabs the guard next to her because he didn't fight hard enough. And, of course, feigning stabbing Barbara for the TV show. Uh, (sighs) Drama. It's called drama. Drama. Look it up. Mm Mm-hmm. The Empress is talking to Tavius and says to get rid of Barbara and the order is to be instantly carried out because she really, really does not like her. And if she if he doesn't, then the bad things will happen. And he looks straight into the camera and just goes, <sighs> Mondays. And- Mondays. Another <laughs> typical day for Tavius. I, I really should have gone in and looked up the, the Roman word for Monday, but uh, Barbara instantly... Mondius. Monday, Mondius. Oh, Mondius. Mundus. Mondus. <laughs> Barbara instantly uh, walks straight up to Tavius and asks to talk to him alone. And she's like, you know how I said I was going to leave? Well, I should probably leave. Because Dies Ian... Lune. Oh, um, <sighs> Dias Lune. Day of the moon. Yes. Moon day. Monday. Moon day. Oh, wow, language hot. evolves. Okay, well, anyway, Tavius is like, you know what, alright, cool. Uh, since Ian's gonna come get you, uh, we'll just get you out of here, and it'll just kill two birds with one stone, and he's being really nice, and I keep thinking he needs something, or is doing this for alternate reasons, but it's whatever. Hmm. And... Hmm. And Tavius is uh, also informed uh, about the fact that they're going to take Maximus to the arena to sick lions on him. And there's guards placed all outside of uh, Barbara's area because Ian literally said, like, I'll come back for you tonight. So, of course, they put guards everywhere. Because, of course. Yeah. It's it's the it's the smartest plan to just say all of your plans out loud right when you think of them. That's that's the that's the good that's the good thing to do. The doctor and Vicky are looking over plans of rebuilding Rome because Nero wanted to rebuild Rome and talks about how Nero set fire to all of Rome and blah 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 and how like history is bizarre and amazing and Tavius comes up to talk to the doctor going Psst, for like the millionth fucking time and <laughs> says hey they're gonna sick lion lions on you and the doctor's like yes hmm, yes hmm, hmm, hmm. 
and Maximus is apparently was apparently sent to kill Nero. And the doctor's like, ah, that's what Maximus was sent to do, to kill Nero. That's so amusing. And does like the little thing with his fingers on his chin where he like taps multiple fingers and it's like just very giggly. Uh, the doctor and Vicky want to leave instantly. But who walks in? <laughs> but Nero. <laughs> and, uh -oh. and he's like, hey, like, can we talk? And he's like, you do you. Would you like, I have a surprise for you. Would you like to guess what it is? And the doctor's like, yeah, sure. Uh, you want me to play in the Coliseum? And he's like, oh, oh, you guessed it. And starts making lion puns the entire time. He's like, yeah, well, he's I'm to gonna give play. Away that he knows. Yeah, he's like, I'm. I'm going to play so well that everyone is going to be torn to shreds, stuff like that. And the doctor apparently is holding his glasses behind his back, in the exact right angle, to light the map behind him on fire, by using his glasses to angle the rays of the sun. And so Nero's like, no, my plans to rebuild Rome, what have you done? And then he's like, wait, actually, you gave me an even better idea. Don't actually kill him and feed him to the alligators. This is fine. And the doctor's like, get off me or you're going to be fed to the alligators. And the he kind of fucks off and finds the queen. And he's like, hey, like, what if I burn down all of Rome and remake it in the way that yeah. I want? Because then they don't have a choice but to approve my plans. And the queen finds out that Ian and Barbara's whole thing and then makes some smug smiles at the camera because she's just happy that Barbara's leaving. For whatever. Whatever. So it's now night. Nero is planning to burn down the city uh, that night. They bring in all of the torchbearers and Ian and Delicious slip in with the rest of the torchbearers and just kind of weasel their way in, getting past the guards, easily not being seen by the one guard standing at the door. He gives them all their plans on how to burn down Rome and is told, hey, if you do this, like, y'all gonna be fucking rich. So y'all mm -hmm. go do that. And so Tavius then sees Ian and he's like, are you, are you Ian? And he's like, yeah, huh? So Tavius takes him off to Barbara. And then they're finally reunited Barbara's given a cloak, and the guards hear this weird noise over in that direction over there, and walk over there, and it's it's just the doctor and and Vicky. It's it's nothing to worry about. Yeah, it's nothing. It's fine. It's, yeah. it's fine. It's just some noise. It's fine. So then, Barbara and Ian get away, and we find out that Tavius is a Christian. Because he's holding a cross necklace saying, go, my children, something, something, which was, I don't know, weird phrasing for even that time, I guess, to me. But, you know, whatever. Um, at that point, the doctor and Vicky are talking about Rome burning while watching it. And didn't like a lot of people what, die in the fires of Rome? Am I, am I really yeah, correct? a lot of people died. So they just kind of sat and watched a fire and millions of people dying. I wouldn't say millions. Uh, lots of people died. and A few people died. Like, <laughs> at least two people. Uh, and... Here, I'll figure it out. 
And Vicky basically goes, you know, doctor, you know how you said that whole thing about not meddling in history? Didn't you kind of give him the idea to put Rome on fire? Isn't it kind of your fault that Rome is burning and that people are dying? And then the doctor gets happy about it, which was like, oh, okay. I understood that he was kind of happy that he had like a place to play in history. But at the same time, like, it was a little weird. Because they, they mentioned in the previous episode, in the French Revolution, mm. that they cannot change history. If they tried to shoot a gun at Napoleon, the bullet would miss. Something that would happen. That was a joke, dear. That, I know, but they were saying, like, something would happen, and history that would was... still write itself. Okay, they said that when they were saying that? They were saying that so that people like you, who would be like, wait, so they can't interact with history, they were joking at your expense. When they're saying, oh, I suppose if I took a gun out and shot Nero, the bullet would bend or something. <laughs> By do it, making that joke, they're saying, don't worry about it. Like, when it matters, we'll tell you okay. when it matters. When it doesn't matter, Listen, we'll tell you when it doesn't matter. I just thought it was interesting that they were like, nah, we can't really change history situation. Well, they didn't change history. They were part of history. Yes. And they were making this whole thing, and because I was going to say that the doctor mentioned in this episode, if I hadn't lit it on fire, something else would have. He would have yeah. gotten the idea somewhere else. It would. It did not have to be me. And so I was like, oh, like that's kind of a callback to like the French Revolution. I thought that was witty. I guess I'm stupid. Never mind. Sorry. <sighs> Fucking Doctor Who making fun of me. Plus, also, the reason they have that conversation is because earlier, Vicky, when the whole poisoning thing, she was like, oh, yeah, I switched it, so now Nero will get poisoned. He deserves to die. Like, they're evil, <laughs> so he deserves it. Yeah. And Doctor's like, you can't do that. You can't just fucking do that. That's not how this works, Vicky. Mm-hmm. Like, there are certain things you can and can't do with time travel. That's... No. One of them. Um, so, Ian and Barbara get back, and they pick up the broken pot pieces, going, ah, yes... This is what hit me, isn't it? That's what that mean slaver man hit me with. And, Ian, and Barbara just goes, uh-huh, yeah. And then Ian pulls the fridge joke on Barbara, saying that there's still some peacock in there. And then Barbara's like, well, I should have hit you harder with that pot. And he's like, you hit me with that pot. And then tries to dunk her face into the plastic bag-covered fountain as a joke. And then she's like, no, no, I'll clean it up. It's fine. And they're having a good time, and, you know, whatever. And then the Doctor and Vicky come back later that night, and Barbara and Ian, of course, as you would be after a long adventure, are passed the fuck out. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I can't believe you people. Like, you're so lazy, and you didn't do anything. And they start laughing because it's funny. And, and Barbara's like, if you would just let us, like, talk like we could t we could say something and he's like nope like i nothing at all and then the doctor like breaks off in as well and just like this whole this whole bit just keeps going and then barbara and ian are like oh it's funny isn't it and then they start laughing again and ian steals a pot and a cup as a souvenir and they all get back to the tardis they take off, and they're drinking wine, and they're talking about their adventure. And Vicky learns that the Doctor never actually knows where he's going. 
and the doctor has been apparently staring at the console for the past few hours. And they have been imprisoned by something, and some force that they don't know hmm. what it is is dragging them down, but they don't really know what it is. And then that was the end of the episode. Well, then it then it fades to the next the, episode being called the Web Planet. Yes, maybe that's the, what they're being drawn to. The, the Webby, the Webby Planet. Hmm. 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 So, fun fact. Hmm. Uh, do you remember the episode, the Fires of Pompeii? Yes. It's with Donna. Yeah. So. You probably didn't realise it, but there's a little throwaway line in it where uh, where Donna essentially goes, "Oh, have you ever been to been, been to Rome before?" And he goes, "Well, yeah, I." He uh, he essentially goes like, "Well, I, I was not responsible for the the Great Fire of, of Rome. Well, not exactly responsible." Oh, so it's like a little little throwback line. So yeah. I, all yeah, I remember from the fires that. of Pompeii was that there were big monster men, and I was just like, yeah, "Fun okay. fact: not the only time the Doctor has visited Pompeii." Oh. Um, we're not going to get to it though because it's an audio book. Um, mm. Anyway, the Romans. How did you? How did? You, how do you feel about this one, dear? I feel like having Max here might have made it more enjoyable for me. Yeah, Max did um, watch with us. Yeah, because he was he was making jokes and things that like. I always find my husband's sense of humor amusing because he's, I, I would hope so. Um, oh, it was your first time watching Doctor Who together as a couple. It is absolutely it's a not. a married couple. It is absolutely not. Um, oh, but for I a guess, podcast. Okay, that, sure. <laughs> um, I think if Max wasn't here and I was just trying to watch it on my own... Six, maybe, I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like a lot of it was just, like, us making jokes, like, as the three of us always do, because we're the best of friends. So, yeah. Okay, so six. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's better than nothing. Yeah. It's not nothing. It's not yeah, the, it's not what was it, the previous episode or the one before it that I gave, like, the a rest. one? Well, what did, which one did you give a one? I don't remember. I forget. Yeah. I, I really should keep track of what you've rated all of these, because it'll be interesting yeah. to make, like, a fucking graph and get data out of it. Mm-hmm. I, fuck it. I'm gonna do that. Well, okay. okay. Don't I'll do that right now. think about it. I'll think about it, and okay. then someone else will probably come up and tell me what they are, because mm-hmm. I'll forget. Um, okay, well, next episode is The Web Planet. Uh, I'm just, very quickly, I've been waiting for this moment. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna show you a still image of the episode. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, because you need to see this, and I need to hear your reaction, and I feel like a lot of other people need to hear it too. (laughs) Okay, the right side of the screen? Sure, fine. What's the left side of the screen? The Mothman Prophecies. 
Gotcha. It's uh, it is a, a doozy. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, mm. it is an absolute doozy. We're gonna gotcha. have some fun. Mm. Sounds very fun. <laughs> okay, well, um, can I mention real quick? Uh, can can we not mention it until we have like a solid date for it yet? We do. The third. Did we actually plan for? Oh yeah, we did. Okay, <laughs> not just mention it. So we finally got everything pretty much set up for movie night, and it's going to be hosted in my Discord personally, which mm-hmm. we'll link to in the Patreon mm-hmm. post. Mm-hmm. Um, that we're going to be forcing Gam to watch a movie for movie mm-hmm. night around, I think we said ten thirty Central Time, so on the third. Thereabouts. Yeah. So yeah, that's all I was gonna say. Just, you know, if you oh, want to come okay, by, cool. there's there's a whole role to join. You just, like, question mark, role, movie. And It'll you... be in the party. <laughs> yeah. I need to, like, yeah. explain. And then you can join, and then at a certain time when you join, <laughs> you'll open up Discord and click on the thing, and then it'll show you the movie, yes. and you can listen to and watch the movie. Yes. We are gonna, I mean, I just want to say that we are gonna probably mute most people, because we're gonna still record commentary over it, like we're doing with this podcast, so... There you go. Yeah. That's, that's all I want to say. Uh, well, yeah. Anyway. Next week, Web Planet. Next uh, week. Yeah, we'll see you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.